In today's episode, Dr. Zondi and I talk about the brain. Have you ever thought about going to train for your brain? Well, best you listen up because training for your brain should absolutely be a thing. Our guest, Dr. Zondi, is a sports and exercise medicine physician, experienced in clinical sports medicine, executive management and leadership with expertise in the management and prevention of injury and illness. She is the current chairperson of the Medical Advisory Commission for the South African Confederation Olympic Committee. She is also a member and past president of the South African Sports Medicine Association and an associate editor for the British Journal of Sports Medicine. In 2021, she served as Chief Medical Officer for Team South Africa at the Tokyo Olympic Games. And there is so much more to Dr. Zondi. But listen to her life mission. To use sport and physical activity as a tool for socioeconomic development and as a platform that facilitates transformation, equity and inclusion. A mission that I can absolutely get on board with. Here we are. Dr. Zondi, welcome back to Virgin Active Minds. How are you? I am very well, Mark. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. We are going to talk about the brain, which, you know, we've not had a conversation yet with anyone on the podcast about the brain. Despite the podcast being called Virgin Active Minds, we often associate mind with brain. We've never had a brain conversation. So I'm looking forward to having a chat to you about the brain and mainly the effects of exercise and of course the reverse. If you don't exercise, what happens to your brain? But firstly, could you give us a bit of a rundown on the brain, what it is and what it does? Sure, if any neurologist or neurosurgeon or probably even psychologist and psychiatrist was listening to me now, they would sit back and say, I wonder how you can explain this in all of 15 seconds, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, I guess uh, the, the layman's example, and this is what's important, right? Because our conversation needs to be accessible. The brain is one of the most important organs in our body that is responsible for regulating pretty much every other organ that there is. It is important in terms of thoughts, memory, emotion, touch, motor skills, vision, and as I said, regulation, breathing, temperature, and hunger. So one of the key organs in our body. And so therefore, one of the most important priorities that we should have to maintain and sustain health. And look, we're going to get into that. And that's the thing, right? I do. I did just want to say that now we don't often, I don't know if it's just me, but we don't often talk about brain health, you know, like even, especially coming from the fitness world, we're talking about the body all the time. We often talk about the heart, you know, like heart health, that sort of thing. But it's not often that we think, oh, I'm going to go and train today to make my brain healthy. But Look, we'll get into that in just a moment. The, the first thing I did want to ask you, and I guess uh, being a, maybe a little bit focused on the negative, let's go there first. But what's, what's the negative effects of not exercising on your brain? So we know that sedentary behavior, so lack of physical activity, is associated with very many risk factors and disease of chronic lifestyle, as we know, right? And importantly, it's also associated with the risk for the brain. So we know that a sedentary lifestyle and a poor diet can induce epigenic, epigenetic modifications that modify various structures in your brain, gene expression, and even can cause these metabolic outcomes, actually, that, that we associate with chronic illnesses. I think I'll touch on some of the stuff that you can't sort of, or you won't really frequently find on Google, but not being physically active is linked to thinning certain parts of the brain that are critical, for instance, for memory formation. And so it's critical for memory. So if you don't, if you aren't physically active, it's been associated 
with age and over time with declining memory and things like increased risk of dementia. Just just an example. And then on the flip side, we can speak about the positives, right? But we're going to get there. But those are some of the well-known negatives is that uh, sedentary lifestyle can influence sort of chromatin structure, um, gene expression, and even metabolic outcomes if you think about the functions of the brain. Right, okay. I, I heard memory in there as well, and it just reminded me at lunchtime today, I did a 20-minute HIIT workout, and I was so challenged. In the second round, I just completely forgot the exercises. I was like, I'd just gone completely blank. So I don't know, maybe in that moment, as much as the overall workout was doing me well, in that moment, I had a complete brain meltdown. I don't think you should blame the exercise for that, Mark. We can blame other things for that, not the exercise. It was my distraction. I think maybe I was thinking about something else. Are the positives then when it comes to brain health? No. So, I mean, maybe let me start, you know, we were speaking about the negative. So um, one of the first things I must say is that there are very many studies that have been conducted that do show that physical activity can reverse at least some of these um, unwanted effects of a sedentary lifestyle. So if you have been inactive for a long period of time and you do, for instance, notice that you have a poorer memory than some of your counterparts. Um, becoming physically active can start to reverse these. Um, it can also contribute to delaying brain aging um, and de degenerative pathologies. So again, like Alzheimer's is an important one, like diabetes, like multiple sclerosis. So, um, a physical activity has been shown to delay the onset of these degenerative pathologies. And um, really importantly, also on the flip side, physical activity does improve your cognitive processes and your memory. And so where I said being sedentary has got a negative effect of memory, being active has a positive effect of, uh, on memory. They studied, so, you know, they did, you know, these brain scans that look at the activity and uh, metabolic activity of the brain and looked what happens after 20 minutes of just being still and breathing versus 20 minutes of physical activity. And you can see that there's a lot more blood flow and, and sort of activity um, measured through the brain. And so immediately after exercise or that, that activity, they, the participants had to sort of do a series of maths calculations, memory tests, and all of that. And those participants that exercised had better retention in terms of memory, were able to focus more on the physical activity. I mean, not the physical activity, the arithmetic um, equations, and had better results. So it helps stimulate the brain and helps your brain basically work more effectively in terms of cognitive function. So really, really important. And then, of course, we know the other aspects. I mentioned that um, the brain is important for memories, emotions, thoughts, decisions. And so an important benefit of physical activity is that antidepressant effect, what it does in terms of mood and uplifting the mood and how it increases your sense of well-being. So really important. And, and there's things that sit beneath that, right? Um, it's the underlying sort of mechanisms are focused on hormones, what hormones are released when you exercise and after exercise um, on the sort of neurotransmitters in the brain, on neutrophins in the brain all of whose release is modulated by physical activity. So it sounds like, because I guess I did want to touch back on what I just said previously around the brain as an organ. So, you know, when we think about the heart and we're going for a run and, you know, I think, to, I think it's fairly general knowledge that, you know, we're, you know, the physical heart is benefiting from going for a run. Is that the same thing with the brain? Like, I, I guess in my mind, I'm just trying to think of a conversation where I've had, you know, is the organ, the, the, the physical brain itself becoming more healthy because of my exercise? And I hear what you're saying around, you know, the emotion and the mood, and that doesn't feel like the physical side of it for me. And like, are those benefits in regards to my mood and my emotions and that antidepressive effect? Is that coming from, you know, the physical 
physical gains that we're getting from exercise on the organ of the brain or is it something else? And then you mentioned hormones. So there's another element that's adding in there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a very fair question. So the answer is yes, they are physical. So if you look at the organ itself, when you exercise, the first thing that happens is that there's increased blood flow, all right, to various organs, so your muscles as well, but definitely to the brain. And we know that um, increased blood flow means increased oxygen, increased nutrition, nutrients and all of that. So physically, from a structure perspective, there's gain. I also mentioned thinning of certain regions of the brain that are critical for memory function. So physical activity delays or prevents that thinning as well. So just if you look at the organ itself and what happens physiologically uh, in and around the organ while you exercise and as a result of exercise, absolutely the organ itself does benefit. Then to your point, when you exercise, certain things happen in terms of the release of certain um, neurotransmissions, neurotransmitters are big important and hormones. And the release of those obviously have an effect on other systems and other organs, um, including your mood. And so the release of those itself as well, I guess it's a secondary and in inverted commas effect, are also beneficial uh, to your health and overall well-being. Does, does that create a little bit of clarity? Yeah, it does. And isn't it interesting though, that I guess in, in our regular conversations, we don't often talk about, you know, the the physical health of my brain, like, and maybe that's just me, but I'm sitting here thinking like, I can't even remember a time I've had a conversation with anyone about the actual physical health of my brain. Yeah. The organ itself. We talk about mental health, virgin active minds. Like we're often talking about mental health and you know, the, the effects of exercise on mental health. But you know, what, what you're describing right now is that those physical benefits that we get from mental health, you know, is partly contributed to the, physical health of the organ of the brain itself. It's nice, I guess, for us to reframe our thoughts around our brain and when it comes to exercise and that, you know, when you're going up there to do a cycle class in the morning, like this is actually not, you know, it's of course, it's fantastic for your muscles and your bones and your heart, as we often know. And, and I guess we talk about the lungs as well. But isn't it great to know that, you know, the organ of your brain and as you described at the start, one of the most important is also getting a really good workout and helping to stop it from thinning. Like, I think if we can all just take that message home, <laughs> that's not something I'd heard before, but if we could take that message home, like how important is it then to really train for my brain? Train for your brain. There we go. That's another quotable one. Train for your brain. Guys, write that down, write that down. And obviously, the you know, we don't have to dive into the mental health aspects today, but, you know, there's there's also so many that that's perfectly associated with that as well. For those at home, right now thinking, okay, I want to do something for my brain today or tomorrow. What would you, you know, what would you recommend? And is there anything that is potentially in regards to physical exercise? Is there anything in particular that you think could be more beneficial for the brain than others? Mark, there's a famous um, quote that goes, things fall apart, the sense I cannot hold. And we started this conversation by trying to understand what the brain is and what it is. It's, it's, the, it's the body's central governor. Right. And so it is important for us to be very intentional about how we take care of our central governor, because it is that thing that is holding us together physiologically in terms of the role that it plays in regulating every single other organ in our body, as well as automatic behaviors like breathing, like your heart rate, sleep, temperature control. But also those aspects that we just touched on now in terms of mental health and well-being, your thoughts, your decisions, your memories, your emotions. So really, it is the center. Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. 
So to answer your question, then, what can we do for the health of our brains? I think it is important. It's not just one thing, of course. Physical activity is a key element because it has numerous benefits, some of which we've spoken about. But also um, sleep is important in terms of recovery. What we eat is important. Um, and nutrition, how we feed and fuel our brain is also important in terms of brain health and brain function. You also asked me about uh, type of activity and exercise. Look, in terms of the studies, we know that aerobic exercise like walking, jogging, gardening, hiking is very good for your brain. Again, because of how it stimulates blood flow, um, because of physiologically the role that it plays as you're doing that type of activity. But fundamentally, you need to be doing something that you enjoy as well. The brain is a complex organ, so what you feed in is important, but also, yeah, you know, what is fed in and what is fed out. So I think in terms of type of activity, I guess, yes, aerobic exercise, we know um, there's, there's unequivocal studies that say that type of activity is beneficial for your brain health. Um, but certainly, I think fundamentally, it must just be about what you enjoy so that you can maintain a certain level of activity. Yeah, beautiful. I love that message. I did just have one thing that popped into my mind. What about Sudoku? <laughs> you know, those um, mind games like cross, yeah, those sorts of crosswords and things. I, I, they, they stress me. They stress me out. But I've heard that they're good for your brain. Is that a is that a is that a thing as well? Absolutely. I mean, I I'm always very intentional by saying physical activity is one way in which to stimulate brain health, as an example. But the brain is a complex organ, right? Um, it, it's it really is probably the most complex organ that we have in our body and the most important. And so there are various ways in which you can enable and enhance the health of your brain. Absolutely, brain activity like Sudoku does help develop certain pathways, right, which are important. Things like classical music have been shown in some studies to be helpful, for instance, in developing mathematical ability. Don't ask me the sort of the detail behind that will bring in a neurologist or a neuroscientist to, to, to chat about this. Um, so, yes, there, there, there are various things. There's not, there's not only a single golden key to brain health, which is physical activity. I think we would be doing our listeners a disservice if that is the message that they walked away with. It is one key element and one important, but there are many other ways uh, in which we need to explore maintaining the health of our brain. Um, exactly that. And, you know, if you speak to psychologists, they'll say your brain is a muscle, you need to train it. Uh, and because of how complex the brain is and the various functions, we probably need to train it in different ways, right? in order for it to be able to fulfill its various functions effectively. The brain is a muscle and you must train it. I absolutely love that. And there's many, many ways that we can train it. Going for a run, eating well, sleeping well, Sudoku. How exciting, right? Like, and I think, I think the fact of, the, of what you just said, you know, looking at your brain as a muscle that can be trained. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure that's as embedded in us yet. Um, you know, especially when compared to thinking about our hearts and muscles. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, that, that's a really important takeaway, especially when, as you described, the brain is the governor and really at the, really at the center of all things. Thank you so much, Dr. Zondi. It's been great chatting to you again. Um, where can people reach you if they want to, if they want to say hello? Always a pleasure having a chat with you, Mark. Um, I am on social media. I'm on LinkedIn as Dr. Pato Zondi. I'm on Twitter at Pator underscore Z, so P-H-A-T-H-O underscore Z, as well as Instagram with the same handle. Beautiful. And guys, we'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes uh, so you can find them there. Dr. Zondi, thank you so much for joining us on Virgin Active Minds again. It's been great having you here. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Mark. The Governor, the center of all things. Our brain is so bloody important. 
It's great that we're training for muscle mass, for cardiovascular output, training for our hearts. I want you to dedicate it to your brain. Think of your brain as a muscle that needs to be trained. Thanks so much for pressing play today. If you love this episode, then hit subscribe and share it on your socials or with a friend. Until next time, bye for now.